you got to you got to focus on this mm-hmm. you know and that doesn't mean that it's going to be hard or a struggle to do this to to focus on it you know you got to hold on real tight here mm-hmm. no that's not what it is it's just coming to a consciousness in every moment in the moment and saying is this really will this bring me closer to or further from the person that I love here Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited and it's already inside you waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love and in this podcast, In all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. Hi, it's Susie and Otto Collins, and in this episode of our Love Made Easy podcast, we're talking about lasting love, why some relationships make it and others don't. I guess we could start with talking about making it. What does a relationship making it mean, Otto? Yeah, so many people want lasting love. And, you know, the whole idea of making it, you know, making it last, making it great, you know, that's going to be subjective. That's going to be different for every single person because our idea of what is a great relationship, that's going to be totally different. But, you know, the first thing we probably ought to tackle is this whole idea of lasting love. Because that is that really mm, is the, the crux of that's it. That's the crux of it. We're, I mean, we, there's a lot to unpack in this episode mm-hmm. because we're talking about lasting love here, and is lasting love even possible? That's right. And we've got a little bit different take on this than than a lot of people, and we think that that should not be the goal, right? Well, I think that. I think that lasting love is is like a byproduct. It's like the result of creating something special in every single moment that just keeps going. There are a lot of people that believe that the goal of relationships is to have true lasting love. And while that is an admirable goal... If you set that as the goal, you miss the point. Yeah, and the point is love in every moment. And and that goes back to making it. You know, it's it's not like making it is this goal. Okay, we got to be together 50 years and and celebrate our 50th wedding anniversary or 50 years of being together or 80 or whatever. <laughs> but what we're saying is that in the moment, loving each other in every moment. And that can look different in every moment. It really does. And I was thinking about this topic as we were you know, thinking about uh, doing this. And 
lasting love is what's created. I know I said this a moment ago, but lasting love is created one moment at a time. And by, I think it's, I think it's opening to love in every moment or as much of as many moments as you can that is where lasting love comes from is you open as love in this moment you create something special in this moment you have love you have connection you have this wonderfulness <laughs> and you know one day you look back and it's like oh we've been together 30 years <laughs> well and you know what comes to mind Otto is that in my previous marriage of 30 years, which, you know, it was it was a beautiful, at times, really, really beautiful. And I carried over some habits into our relationship that would not be considered opening in love every moment. Like, I can remember uh, feeling critical about you and, you know, it's not like it doesn't happen in my mind now but but in our early years i was i would be critical of you more so than i would my best friend my best girlfriend and it really dawned on me of why am i holding him to a different standard why am am i being more critical of him than i am my best girlfriend that didn't make sense. And when I really looked at that, I saw that in my previous marriage, I had done that a lot with my ex-husband, then ex-husband. And it was just one of those dawning moments, you know, that I realized, oh, wait a minute. I don't have to do that. I can show up as love and find out, you know, (laughs) more about whatever it is that, I think is, you know, like some place to be critical of him. So, so I have to ask you then, you know, sort of playing, being the advocate mm-hmm. for the person listening to this. So what would you do in the early days of our relationship and in previous marriage? What would you do with me or with, you know, with, with that other guy? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So what would you do with us that was different and what what did you do with your best girlfriend that was different? So how did you how did you do that differently? You know, how did you you know, what do you see about all that? Well, what I came to see was that I would give her my my best girlfriend the benefit of the doubt when she said something that was a little strange to me like I don't know whether I agree with that or not or or whatever is coming up for you, you know, I don't know, I don't, you know, this seems weird to me, I would ask, oh, well, I'd either let it go, or I'd try to find out why she felt that way. And I saw that with you, Otto, in the early days, and with my ex-husband, I just assumed that, oh, you know, you shouldn't act like that. You, I, I, I was critical, you know, that, that, oh, I don't understand that. Well, you just shouldn't be that way. And it was a habit. And I saw that, oh, in order to stay with this man, 
<laughs> and but really again, have, again the whole one moment thing. That's right. And in order to have something really wonderful with this man, you know, that I've brought into that's my me. life. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, me. that's you. I saw that I don't have to do that. It, it, it was only a habit that I'd picked up. So I'm imagining that for somebody listening to this, they're going, oh, yeah, I, I can see how I've done that. Because that's like what you're talking about. That That's what we do. You know, we hold people that we like mm-hmm. to a different standard. You know, what's interesting is... I, I'm, I see it some ways um, myself. You know, I'm thinking about my previous uh, long-term marriage. You know, you were married to somebody else before we got together for 30 years. I was married to somebody else for 15 years. And, uh, you know, after those relationships ended, you know, we got together not too long after that. And as the saying goes, the rest mm-hmm. is history. But when I'm looking back on, like, this this whole idea that you're talking about, you know, I... I, I kind of did the same thing. I started, you know, as I'm thinking about it in this moment, it's what did I do in that other marriage that maybe wasn't the smartest thing to do in the world if I wanted to have something special? And would I do that with you? And the answer is no way. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my mm-hmm. favorite stories to tell on myself, you know, to, uh, to demonstrate how uh, <laughs> how not to do things in, in a relationship is um, the year before I decided to leave my now ex-wife, I was working for a radio station at that time. I was one of the salespeople, and one of my clients was one of the big concert venues. And as a result of that, I got access to concert tickets on a regular basis. And the year before I decided to leave her, I I think I counted up that I went to 26 concerts that year. And she was home with your baby. Most of the time. You know, our <laughs> son was seven at the time. You know, six or seven. I guess he wasn't a baby. But. Right. You know, we're talking six or seven. But the point is, and she went to a few of those concerts. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that there's no way I would do that in our relationship where I would go to most of 26 or 27 concerts and leave you here because then it'd be like, what's the whole point of (laughs) being in a relationship with you? That's my primary relationship. You know, my main person, my Mm -hmm. love, my Mm -hmm. beloved, you know, what's, what's the point? And it, it would be like, Oh, well, there really isn't one. And I know that for people that want to have lasting love, there are things that you do. There are decisions that you make. It's really interesting that the the term decisions, because that really is what we do. We make decisions in every moment that determine our connection. And sometimes those are unconscious decisions. Most of the time. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. But we make these unconscious decisions mm-hmm. a lot of the times, and then we're going oh, wait, I'm, I'm wondering why we feel so disconnected right now. Mm-hmm. I know that um, there is a guy that uh, I'm in a uh, group with who the way he describes it is he has a really bad case of sleep apnea. 
and he refuses to uh, go get his uh, sleep apnea test. And this guy that I'm thinking about, it's like his wife keeps telling him how much she would rather be uh, uh, sleeping with him as opposed to not, but he doesn't go get the sleep apnea test. And this guy that I'm thinking about, they have a really small child. And it's like he's talking about having a another child. <laughs> I'm thinking, now, wait a minute. So in the whole connection realm, we're, we're going down the wrong path here. Because, <laughs> you know, if you want to be close and connected and intimate in the bedroom, well, especially if you already have a very young child. I think their, their uh, daughter is 18 months, something like that. They're thinking about having another one. Not not good, as I like to say, because you want to have that connection. And, and we're talking about decisions that you make in, mm-hmm. one, in one moment that determine your connection in the moment. Yeah, that's so true. I'm thinking about like the concerts that I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, a decision is made in one moment. Am I going to do this, go to this concert, not go to this concert? What's interesting, as I'm thinking about it in this moment, is I, I, I went totally unconscious about this. I didn't ask myself, well, what's this going to do for my relationship? Is this going to bring us closer together or further apart? No, I was just like, oh, I love this band. I'm going. <laughs> and, you know, that's what people do and don't do is... They think in the moment, oh, yeah. You know, they, they make a decision, a sometimes a split-second decision, and they don't realize that what's on the line here is connection. Yeah. And and going back to what I was talking about, my story yeah. um, about criticism and all that, I did not have as my intention connection. Right in my previous marriage. I just didn't. I mean, we were we were married. We were, you know, my thought is, well, we'd always be married. And it wasn't the focus. It wasn't in my awareness that wait a minute. You got to you got to focus on this. Mm-hmm. You know, and that doesn't mean that it's going to be hard or a struggle to do this, to to focus on it. You know, you got to hold on real tight here. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what it is. It's just coming to a consciousness in every moment, in the moment, and saying, is this really, will this bring me closer to or further from the person that I love here? That's such an important question. That question that you just said, and and I, I said that you know, gave the question a moment ago too. Is this whatever the this mm-hmm. is that you're considering doing? Is this going to move us closer together, make us feel more connected, or is this going to move us further apart? That question is such a huge question because. If you even spend a moment with that question and you look at what is your true intention, that can make all the difference in the world. And it's such a simple thing. Right, right. Such a simple thing. You know, I want to touch on uh, the, the question of what does it mean to make it 
in a relationship? You know, why do some relationships make it and some don't? Of course, some of these things we're talking about here really are the epitome of that. Do you have anything else to say about the difference between why some people make it in relationship and others don't? Well, I think it goes back to intention and focus. And and that the people who, quote unquote, and we've already talked about making it is in the eyes of the beholder and it doesn't have to be this goal, you know, of, of being together 60 years or no matter what. But but it's it's having the intention of I'm just going to show up in this moment and be love. And, you know, for my ex-husband and I, there came a point where showing up and being love meant that we parted, that we got a divorce. And we're still, you know, uh, good friends and, and um, we're, we're still, um, there is still love there. So it, it just wasn't, we, we didn't feel like we had the same goals anymore. But what that did for me is know that, oh, okay, okay. A relationship that is built on, you know, a similar goal or whatever, um, that has some kind of foundation to it, which you and I do have that. And, And most couples do, and they, sometimes they lose it and they have to find it, you know, they can reconnect with it. But what's our focus? What is our intention for our relationship to be love in this moment? That's so huge, this idea of allowing yourself to, to stop and be present to that, that question. Mm-hmm. What is my intention in this relationship? And also, what is my intention in this moment? Yes. Because we, we're talking about being in this moment a lot. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I've seen in my life and in my world is that you might think that you're promised forever, but the only thing you're ever promised in this life is this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've lost people that were very dear to us uh, just in a just in a heartbeat. Where one minute they're mm-hmm. here, the next minute they're gone, and that really did a lot you know when some of these events have happened in our world uh people that we cared about deeply and to know that that made it even more crystal clear for me that this moment is really where the magic is the other thing about this this idea or the question of you know what is it uh, about the idea of some relationships making it and others not because we're, we're, what we're really pointing to is about the idea of being successful. What defines a successful relationship? Mm-hmm. We probably ought to speak a little bit to what we're really talking about is how we make up what success is in a relationship. Some people might, and we've we've talked about this already in this podcast, but yes, some people think success is you're together 30, 40, 50 years. I know people that have been together for 30, 40, 50 years that hate each other. And that's not my idea of 
having a successful relationship. A successful relationship to me is where you're still in a, you're still passionate about being with this person. Not that passion has to be like it was on day one, where you know you're uh, just you know over the top with excitement and so forth. It can certainly be all kinds of things, but you decide what success is and most people don't realize that the other people in their world may have a different idea of what success is and it goes back to intention yes and and really getting on the same page what's your intention you know what's what's your intention with this relationship and and what's what's the other person's intention for the relationship that's something that susie i don't know that if you were to like take a if we were to go down on uh, high street or main street in our town and to take a survey of a thousand people most of those people would probably say if we asked them if if we were to ask them do you know what is most important to your spouse your partner the people in your life most people would probably give the answer that they think but not necessarily what their partner might say Mm-hmm. So, one of the things I'm I really am fond of doing, which is anything that I'm not one hundred percent sure of, I like to ask you. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan, doesn't it? Yeah, most people they think they know the answer to the important questions in their life, but they just know what they think the answer to the question is. You know, like if there's, uh, like whether it's, you know, this simple question of what would be for you something that would make you happy in a relationship? You know, that that's a question that can be something that turns into a several hour conversation that can be fun. It can be enlightening. It can be connecting it can be heart centered. You got to be careful if you're going to have a conversation like that because if you start getting uh, angry and judgmental and defensive, uh, then it can go sideways really quick. But the whole idea of a conversation like that is to truly invite curiosity within you know the you and the other person in your world. So, are we ready for the homework? Which, that's a good piece that, that if somebody is open to that, uh, that would be, you know, having this conversation. Yeah, so uh, this is something we're going to start doing on the podcast, mm-hmm. is give you one little bit of homework. <laughs> yeah, so, so we invite you to do one thing in the next week of consciously looking for what you love, like, and appreciate in somebody else. If you're with a partner... Yeah, we invite you to do that for your partner, with your partner. And if you're not with a partner now, there's somebody else in your life that you can do that with. So, love that homework, Susie. <laughs> and uh, we're curious about you know what people are going to find when they start investigating that. Yeah. 
We're Susie and Otto Collins, and we've been talking about lasting love, why some relationships and why some couples make it and others don't. We'd love to have your comments and your feedback, so please let us know what you discover as a result of your explorations uh, as a part of listening to this podcast. Thanks so much again. We're Susie and Otto. We'll talk to you again next time. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.